Welcome to Small Business Big Network, the podcast for small business owners who want big results from their networking. I'm Liz Drury, a freelance voiceover artist who knows that if you're not working, then networking could help. Lee Randall Pybus is one of the people behind the Your Partnerships Network, a network that started in Cornwall and Devon and has now spread across the world. Unfortunately, we did have to put up with some background noise during the interview, but I'm sure you'll agree that Lee is well worth listening to. Thank you very much for joining me on the podcast, Lee. Well, an absolute pleasure. And just before we started recording, I think I've not had so much of a laugh before talking to anybody before we've done a podcast before. (laughs) Just to explain, I had a guy on my roof doing some roofing and what was happening at your end, Lee? Oh, I've got broadband being put in and he's bang, bang, bang in. He's doing it right now. He's got no respect. (laughs) So we apologise for any background noise. (laughs) Lee, so you're involved with something called Your Partnership. So tell me something about that and how it came about. You describe yourself as being the thief of your partnerships. Yeah, I better explain this in a bit more detail because people will wonder what you're talking about. Um, But basically, it was a few years ago now, um, I was actually employed to be... Can you hear the banging? (laughs) I can hear the banging now. (laughs) I I was actually employed to be the events director for Torbay, Torquay Chamber of Commerce, where I live in Torquay. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, I went to their annual general meeting. And I said, I piped up and I said, you're not doing any network. You're not doing this. You're not doing that. And they said, OK, you can come and do it for us. And so I, I sort of taught myself into it. But I'd been to one networking event beforehand and I really didn't enjoy it. I'd only ever been to one before I did this. And, and I just and I what it was, it wasn't anything to do with the event. It was just I didn't know how to network yeah. uh, because there is an art to it which obviously we will come to but um i i then joined linkedin and i started messaging people and saying oh i'm, I'm started working with the chamber of commerce we've got our first event coming up on this date can you come along it'd be great to see you there and then i literally messaged a guy who i'd met previously called richard woods who's based in cornwall and he said you need to speak to a guy called brock now brock is this guy's surname he's called david brock but nobody calls him david he introduces himself as brock and that's how he's affectionately known as um and i i got in touch with him and he said i run cornish partnerships and it was just a networking company that he had set up all over cornwall uh, and it was a membership program people could join £20 a month and they can attend any networking event that they want to within the month. So uh, he invited me down to one of his events and I went down there. There was about 50, 60 people in the room and, and literally he he spent a good 40, 45 minutes with me in a corner. I just loved it. I thought he gave me, he gave me such a, a good amount of his time. Uh, he didn't know me from Adam and he wanted to help me create some of these networking events in Torquay where I was. So then about a week later, after speaking to him, I said, uh, why don't you have like a Devon partnerships as well? Um, he said, if you take a look at my website, you'll see why. So I looked at his website and he was literally running between eight to ten face to face networking meetings a week. And then it sort of clicked to me. He hasn't even got time to do yeah. it. So um, I said to him, I said, well, what if I do it? Can I bring this into Devon and see how it goes and see if we can create some of the same amount of networking events that you're doing? And straight away he said, yes. 
Um, and I thought that's great. He doesn't know me from Adam. I could be anybody, but he gave me, you know, we obviously hit it off and he trusted me to do it. And later on, I actually found the reason he said yes is because he'd started getting members from Plymouth, which is right on the border of Devon and Cornwall. Mm -hmm. And he started running a monthly event in Plymouth. And he saw the benefit of trying to combine Devon and Cornwall together with a monthly event at this venue uh, in Plymouth um, and to bring the two counties together so more connections could be made and, and, the Cornish people won't mind me saying because I have a running joke with this that people in Cornwall are scared to leave Cornwall they're scared <laughs> to go over the bridge uh, they think there's that Cornwall exists and there's, there isn't any world outside Cornwall so people started coming across the bridge to this event and we were getting up to 100 people in mm. the room and there were so many connections going on and when I started the Devon area the memberships ris rose straight through the rooftops it was just crazy how many people were coming on board and to this day i still have no idea why <laughs> they'd heard of cornish partnerships um and they used to say oh we've been waiting for something like this to come into devon etc etc so i think that's probably it but um i loved it and then within 10 months of doing that i i'd run at just over 200 networking events wow yeah, and I got an award for it as well. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> yeah, it sits behind me. It's um, the Southwest Business and Community Awards Networker of the Year for 2020. January 2020, I picked it up. So. Congratulations. <laughs> so talking of 2020, <laughs> yeah. what happened then uh, in March? Well, <laughs> that's obviously when lockdown number one happened. Um, we could see something was coming. Um, and we obviously were researching how to get online quickly. And I think we pretty much got online uh, like really, really quick before it all sort of closed down. So we were getting this prepared and everything. Um, and we decided what we would do because we normally let people have like a, a, a free trial for 30 days. Mm -hmm. um, that's what we used to do. And then if they could, you know, test out as many networking events as they wanted to, and then they could decide after that if they wanted to join full time as a, as a paying member. Um, but when this started, we decided to, from the 1st of April, we'll do a three month free trial just to get businesses coming on and, and getting them connecting and just keeping that momentum going for businesses. Cause it was, we, we felt it's the, it's the best time now to, to make those connections and keep it going. So we went straight online and we ended up running four events a day. Uh, so we'd have an 8 a.m., a 12 p.m., 4 p.m. And then we'd have a social hour at 7 p.m. And this was no business chat, no business cards shown on the screen or anything like that. It was just to give people a chance to keep connecting with people because we do realize some people live on their own, mm -hmm. you know, and they still need that connection. So um, those are really popular. You could get yourself a glass of wine or whatever you drink and, and just have a bit of fun. There was no holds barred. It was, I know it was before the watershed, but we said, you know, if you swear, you swear. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, it was just a, a, a literally a social hour so everybody could just get together. But the other three that we did during the day, they were pure business and getting those connections made and keeping those connections going. And then we ran that and, and it went very, very popular. We had lots of people coming constantly and there'd be new people literally every day joining us. Um, and, and I just think it was just great to keep those connections going for people. Mm. Now, obviously, everything is online at the moment and anybody can go to any meeting anywhere, but you still do have regionalized meetings don't you yes we do yeah well as we locked down on the uh, in march 2020 we were still operating technically in just devon and cornwall um but as as i speak to you now today we have um, 
Australia, South Africa, USA, we have literally, I would say, 70% of the UK operating with, we have area leaders that run their meetings in those areas. But because it's online, you can, literally somebody can join a, a Devon event from Scotland, do you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. people can work anywhere and they, they can connect with anybody now, which is the beauty of it. But yeah, so we, we do have like different areas that run in, in the UK. So you can attend anyone that you want to. And we, we are now up to nearly 200 events a month. Fantastic. And do, do you see this online format continuing into the future, even when people can meet again? Yeah, definitely. It's something that we're going to carry on. Face to face, you can't beat that. And I think you know, the majority of people I've spoken to, they prefer face to face and they can't wait for that to arrive again. Uh, but we will continue definitely the online uh, structure. And I think, you know, most most other, if not all other networking companies will do that. And mm. I think it's there's so much benefit from it because, you know, we're now connecting people across the pond, as they say. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I know a lot of your um, so your regionalized meetings are generic and any business can go along to them, but you have some industry-specific ones as well, don't you? Yeah, we do. We well, These actually came from when we did face-to-face. We used to do these a lot, um, and we introduced these uh, probably the year before lockdown happened. So 2019, we introduced these because we, we realised some people in certain industries tend to not go networking. It was very rare you'd see, like a builder, for instance, mm-hmm. go to a, a generic networking event. But as soon as we put on a construction themed networking event they were coming left right and center but they were it was good because they were making connections with like the electricians the plumbers the the architects and things so they're making all these worthwhile connections so this year we decided to reintroduce that in the online format and um it's just crazy how popular they are We, we we try and cover every sector and if another one comes to mind or someone says oh can you do something for my sector we'll do it we'll create it that's why we called it your partnerships in the end because we like all the members the attendees to tell us what they want we'll create it and make it happen so tell me what the format of a a typical meeting is like a typical meeting at the moment obviously online is uh we we let people come in the room we give them just a couple of minutes uh you know after say it starts at 12 o'clock uh we'll go from say 12 to 5 past we will start the meeting we'll get everybody doing their introductions around the room and we'll change the amount of time that they have based on the amount of people that are in there so if we feel that there's probably 10 to 15 to 20 people we can let them have 60 seconds uh if there's a lot more uh then we'll let them have 30 seconds we'll just keep it really pacey like that and then we'll do breakout rooms sometimes we get one breakout room in there we'll get two breakout rooms in there well what i like to do is one of the, the say the hosts when i host my event i always listen to what people are saying what their business is and, and as they're doing it i'm actually shifting them around in the background in the breakout room so that mm-hmm. they can actually go with the right people uh which i think works really well and that actually spun off into the one-to-one events that I started, which you came to. I did, yes. So tell us more about the one-to-one events. Well, we were getting a lot of people saying that they've created so many one-to-ones with people off the back of the generic networking events. So my idea was to give them that as a platform as well. So they, they they can literally come on. We open it up to six people maximum so that we can give everybody a minimum within an hour of 10 minutes breakout room with everybody else on the event so you you can meet if you're on there you'll meet five other people if if there's a full six on there Uh, but I've had someone there where there's been two people and I've said okay I'm going to put you in a breakout room for half an hour and see how you get on and every time I've done that they've come out they've done business together yeah 
Yeah, well, the, the meeting that I came to last week, I was in a breakout room with... Uh, there were two people that I already knew quite well. Uh, and one of them in particular, we had a great 10 minutes, learned new stuff about each other. I found out that her husband is in an industry that might at some time employ voiceover artists. Um, you know, I didn't know that before. Um, anyway, and I probably wouldn't have got to know it had we not had that one-to-one. So that the one-to-ones is where the magic happens, isn't it? Absolutely. And I say to everybody, you never know who you're going to meet. That person might not be somebody that is directly a good connection for your business, but they will know someone who is. And that's the beauty of it. Yeah. Well, I came along to one of your meetings this morning, which was actually um, in Australia. So it was an early start. (laughs) It was seven o'clock in the morning. And I have to say it was great fun, though I wasn't expecting (laughs) to start with a dance routine. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't on this call, so I I do not know anything about this dance routine. No, it was hilarious. So it was just a way to kind of break the ice, really. The guy leading it put on Gangnam Style and uh, wanted everyone to kind of join in, um, which which was great, except I had just shoved a big piece of um, (laughs) toast and marmalade down my throat, so I was feeling a little sick (laughs) dancing about straight on top of that. But no, it was a great way to break the ice and, um, you know, nice, friendly and... uh, relatively informal format uh, which i think worked worked really well was it joe was it joe doing that it was joe <laughs> yes yeah, see i i know before i even before i even ask joe he's a character joe sometimes he'll come on and he'll have um because on zoom you can have those filters where you put a hat on yourself yes. or, and it, and he'll turn up with a hat on or or a, a virtual pair of glasses or something but it is good his personality i love that and it just makes people smile puts people at ease and it gives uh, people something to talk about when you then end up in a one-to-one you know you <laughs> because you can't help but comment on the fact that you started your day dancing to gangnam style absolutely Brilliant. but I, and i was really surprised by the um the mix of people in there too i wasn't sure whether it would be all Australians or... Mm-hmm. But it wasn't. It was a mix of Australians. There were some Brits in there. There was a French lady in there. So uh, quite quite an international meeting, actually. Oh, it's fantastic. And I've had these on the one-to-ones. I had one of them um, literally had a guy from India, a guy from Bahrain, somebody from Scotland, somebody from Ireland. It was just so diverse. And that that's the beauty of the virtual networking, isn't it? Yeah, I love it. I, I, I just love seeing people smile and make connections and and in the background if i can make connections for them this is outside of the networking events i I love doing that i love making introductions for people yeah yeah me too so what kind of businesses come to your networks or is it literally any kind of business yeah any kind of business when we first started it used to be um a lot of like one-man bands the small businesses and sole traders and everything but um as as we've evolved over the few years we we have like mercedes-benz come along with with BMW, we, we we had a guy come from uh, from Sainsbury's once. <laughs> it's wow. just crazy. They just come from everywhere, and and that's what I love. You know, we had a guy come. Uh, as, he, he was just doing social media, but he he used to work with Manchester United. You know, <laughs> he's, he's, where do these people come from? I love the stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like you said earlier on, you literally never know who you're going to meet. No, you don't. You never know you're going to meet. You never know who you're going to connect with, and that's the beauty of networking. So what kind of results have you seen people getting from coming to your partnerships? Well, I will tell you one in in particular. Uh, the, the very first one we did, which was your partnerships USA, the very first USA call, um, we had two people on there that had never met before. Uh, they made a connection and they did three quarters of a million dollars worth of business within Whoa. the next two weeks. <laughs> That's amazing. Yes. <laughs> 
I think we, we have to say that that probably doesn't often happen. <laughs> no, it doesn't often happen. That's why it, it, it sticks in my mind. But um, but like this goes back to what we say. You never know who you're going to meet. And, you know, there's, there's so many collaborations going on. And that's what I love about the industry specific ones, because a lot of people see other people in their industry as competition. Mm. And I think you're really putting a wall up when you when you think like that. If you can like, find a way to collaborate yes. with that business you're making such a stronger business for you and for them because you know sometimes we get say five photographers in the room and we never limit uh you know the people that come in you you know we we don't have one from every industry we allow anybody to come in and we've had five photographers in the room but one specializes in weddings one specializes in business headshots one specializes in aerial footage it's all different and they can all come together if you've got a business that is looking for something that wants a a real range of different photography they'll all go and work together i love it it's the beauty of it yeah absolutely that's what i always tell people as well so what do you think is the best way to network is it to go to the same group week after week is it to try different groups out is it to come to your one-to-ones meeting what what do you recommend try different ones we always say to everybody you know there's so many networking opportunities out there not just with us but other networking groups as well and go to them because you never know who you're going to meet as we say it all the time and i've said it a lot in this but it's it's the truth you know go go to the four ends go to the bnis go to the other networking groups that are working all over the country now's the best time to do it because because mm. it's all online you can go to any networking event in the world basically yeah and i think different types of networking suit different types of people Totally. But get your networking right. It's something I've learned over the years. Like I said, the first ever networking event I went to for my other business, oh, I didn't enjoy it because I didn't know how to network. But make sure you get it right. Get your pitch right. You know, and I've heard, you know, some of your episodes on here. It's just brilliant advice that's been coming across, you know, because you come across people. Uh, there was one the other day um, and, and he, he did his pitch and I timed it. It was four minutes, this pitch. And I thought, no, you're, doing, you're doing yourself a real disservice here. You know, just keep it short. Keep it sweet. Just explain quickly how you can help people, what their problem is, how you can solve it. And then they'll want to talk to you a bit more. Yeah. Nobody wants to listen for four minutes. Do oh, they? no, no way. <laughs> I've actually quite enjoyed it when um, the host has said you've only got 10 seconds, which is actually what happened this morning. We had 10 seconds. Yeah. Well, there's one of them uh, we do on ours, actually, and it's with the Entrepreneur Circle. We've got a collaboration with them and we have five of the Entrepreneur Circle coaches come on. Um, and, and how that works is we, we, have a, we have 20 to 30 minute breakout room. Uh, there's five breakout rooms and one of the coaches in e- in, is in each breakout room. So anybody in that room can ask questions if they've got any challenges in their business, if they want help with any, any ideas for growth. Uh, so, and that's a really good event that we do. And, and literally when they come on, you've got 10 seconds to tell us about your business. You, uh, give them 10 seconds. I'm quite strict on that one. Give us your name, give us your business, one sentence about what it does and we move on. And it works. It's really short, sharp because the, the, the basis of that event is to get people in those breakout rooms with the coaches. Yeah. 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 No, I think it's much better than having people waffling on for minutes on end. Um, oh yeah. And... Don't like waffle. <laughs> <laughs> people stop listening when you waffle. <laughs> So tell me what else you've learned about networking. You said that, you know, when you first did it, you didn't get it right. You didn't enjoy it. And you've learned that you need to get your pitch right. But what else do you need to get right? Do not go into networking to sell something. 
yeah. number one rule. Uh, you you do see them come in and they just want to sell stuff. That's the worst thing you can do. Networking is a slow build, and it's uh, you've got to be consistent. It's a very consistent thing. But I honestly think it's the best marketing tool you can do. It's the old saying: people buy people, but they do. You build relationships with people. You build that trust. Um, but you you've got to help people first. Whenever you go to a networking event, just listen. That's the best thing you can do. Listen as much as you can and see what people need. And if you can help them with a connection outside of it or any advice, then help them first. And that will always come back to you. Absolutely. Yeah, that's the attitude to go in with. Not not selling to people, but helping them. Because people don't like to be sold to, but they like to be helped, don't they? Exactly. Spot on. So how many members have you got now, would you say? Well, we, we have currently active members uh, in the region of eight to 10,000 uh, wow. worldwide. <laughs> Uh, but with all the people that are currently on trial memberships and everything, all the connections that we do outside of the, the, the events as well, uh, we have a network of about 66,000 people. That's amazing. Yeah, it keeps us busy. <laughs> <laughs> and it's all grown so quickly, hasn't it? Yeah, very quickly, frighteningly quickly. <laughs> but it's, it's great and it's just nice that people want to get involved. You know, More people just want to come on and, and help each other. Love it. So what do you think the future of your partnerships is now? I think we have a plan to obviously have your partnerships in every single area of of the globe. Um, when we started that, when Brock started it in Cornwall, he always says I was minding my own business and then you came along and ruined <laughs> the whole thing. So <laughs> so he blames me for it. But from that, it's, it, we have so many people working on our team. We have like a an in-house team of uh, 14 people that do the admin, the websites and everything, the marketing and everything. Uh, and, and also we have a, a few guys that go out and, and do all the global connections. So the, the plan is, that we have your partnerships in every single area of the world. Fantastic. Well, good luck with it. And just finally, how can people find you? How can they join? You can come onto our website, obviously, www.yourpartnerships.co.uk. Just go along to that and have a look at the events and, you know, see how it's all structured and everything. But more importantly, I like to meet people. I like to have a a call with people or or a Zoom call or something just so that I can explain a bit more and and see how I can help that business. So email me. It's lee, L-E-E, at yourpartnerships.co.uk. Fantastic. Thanks very much for your time, Lee. That's been really interesting. Great insight into, into your network. It's been an absolute pleasure. And for a voiceover artist, what a beautiful voice you have, Liz. Well, thank you. Thanks for listening to Small Business Big Network. If you found this podcast useful, please do rate, review and subscribe. And don't forget to share it with the rest of your network too.